Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalkInc.com. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined with the whole team today. What up, fellas and lady? Hey. <laughs> lady. Hi. What's up, lady? What up, lady? <laughs> lady in the tramps. Gee, <laughs> 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 but, yeah. but before we get even get started, we uh, have some breaking news. While Lou and I are away on my bachelor weekend jen is gonna have a solo episode oh, we're just announcing that yeah <laughs> i feel like we should announce a it solo episode. I'm not having a solo two. she's having two episodes I with her with her lady friends and gee you should join in okay what is it it's gonna be all about like i don't know yet rom-coms i hate about you and rom- rom-coms. 10 things i hate about you 90s 90s movies grease 2 you're stereotyping a, a me no but if we have a grease 2 episode it's gonna be like me by myself because nobody just will want to come on <laughs> just jen watching the movie and commenting no, just her singing along sometimes <laughs> i won't know what to say uh no i don't know i haven't decided let me think about this and uh and we'll announce I'll it on the know. gram yeah all right Check the grams, so today's a light little agenda today we're gonna cover some news and notes of the week and we're gonna do our first ever real dissection so what that means is we're going to take a trailer and we're going to look at every nook and cranny of it and just see what we can find and do we like it any different after dissecting it or not and we're going to look at halloween i figured we only touched on it a little bit during that week of 95 trailers coming out so i'm like let's let's start it off with one of the most anticipated i think we're going to look into that but i think my most anticipated movie left in the year so we will look at that. But first, what about that Damien Chazelle movie? <laughs> it's number two. I still think. <gasps> Hall- yeah, man. Come on, come on. It's Halloween, man. It's Halloween. Yeah, it's, ha- it's Halloween. Uh, love you. You love you some Damien Chazelle. Yeah. No, but actually, if we're, I'm gonna put it for most anticipated up to the release of Halloween. So anything beforehand. So oh, okay. I, I think First Man is after. So I guess I get it out on that. But the first. Um, First news of the day just broke earlier this week. I mean, earlier this morning was that IMAX may have revealed that Avengers Four will be released in April instead of May. Well, it makes sense. I mean, the other one came out in April. Yeah, Yeah, it looks like IMAX released a scheduler for the up for 2019, Uh and and Avengers Four is pushed for April 2019 instead of May 2019. Yeah, man. I, it's funny. When it first I came out... Be, I think that might be over Halloween for me. For next year. Yeah. Or just in general. No, next year. Yeah. No, for me, it probably is. That and Star Wars are probably my top two most anticipated for next I, year. I, I'll go with it with Halloween and Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you wait, got, Halloween's this year. Halloween's this year, man. Oh, Don't add an extra yeah, year, wait, man. Wait, wait. <laughs> What am I saying? Don't right, fuck it in, up. In, in general, let's say in general. Then. Well, we got it next year too. It too. Oh, fuck. So, <laughs> God damn it. Which is another bit of news. Infinity the, War, it, Halloween. The first, hours. the first look at the cast was released a little bit earlier yeah. this week. You, I sent it to the to the yeah, group it. chat. What do you guys think? How do you of the look? I'm I'm happy. Uh, haters in it. Yeah, I think he makes a good Richie. Yeah. Um, I was surprised I, with the I, um with the cast, and they, I think they kind of all match. When they did, at first, I was, like, suspect on some of them. But when they did a side-by-side with the kids and the adults, yeah. everyone matched up. I'm still not sold on James McAvoy, That's though. That's the one that surprised me. Oh. I'm sold on him, but I just I didn't think they were going to I like him in other in. stuff, but I don't really see him in this. I don't know. I could, he, he plays Bill, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I can see him, like, with the stutter and stuff, the stuff that they would uh, switch. Split. 
A split, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a Angelina Jolie movie. Lucas Man his own movie, Split. And he doesn't end up, I mean, spoiler alert, you know how it ends, right? Yeah. He doesn't end yeah. up with Bev, so no, I, I thought they would actually. That. That's why I thought, I just, no, no, but I thought that's why I thought Ben would be like an ultimate A-lister. That's why I really wanted Chris Pratt. But Chris Pratt has like 95 franchises. Yeah. Yeah. So, been, I mean, we don't know the guy they picked. At least I don't. Um, I don't know him very well. G, yeah. Jen, I know you guys are better with more what? obscure names. With Chris Who's Pratt? playing ben, ben? Oh, Ben. He's in... Um, he was in some uh, network show, right? Yeah. He was in... Uh, oh, my God. Was he in that Beauty and the Beast show? I think yeah, that's with what it Kristen was. Kristen yeah. Crook. He's known, he's known mostly for Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, see? I have no idea. He's good looking, so I guess if they uh, want yeah, to show that you transition. Know, you know who else is on that show? That fucking Kristen Crook girl. I hate her. Yeah, I just Small. said oh, that. S- Oh, uh, that was Lana Lang, right? Lana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember how much? Remember how annoying she was? No, on the show? I hate it. It's funny. The, the one first... that's also might be in the cult with Allison Mack. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ironically, I wanted when I was watching Smallville as a kid. I always wanted Clark, even though I knew where it was going. I knew I wanted Clark to end up with Chloe because Chloe was awesome on the show. Well, and, and now she, now she yeah, leader. No, not... <laughs> <laughs> um, the other big news was the CBS news. Gee, you broke that on the site, I believe. Which one? With the uh, the head of CBS or something like that? Oh, There's... Leslie. Oh, yeah, that uh, that, that guy. That guy, uh, that network that you hate. Yeah, that, that network. Well, it gave me more reasons not to like it. Um, so he got accused. How many, Jin? How many women was it? Five or six. I think six it was like five women? or six. Um, uh, going back like the eighties uh, till I want to say nineties, early two thousands. I, uh, accused him of like inappropriate uh, behavior. Um, six, six women. So, and uh, obviously, Ronan Farrow broke the story on the New Yorker. So that you know what? That's what made the story more legit. When I read it, I was like, "Oh God, here's another one." And then I was like, "Oh, Ronan Farrow broke it." I was like, "Oh, wait, it's serious. It's real." <laughs> uh, but I mean, so far, so you know that he's married to Julie Chen of the Talk. Who is on the talk on CBS? She's also the host of, uh, well, host, but like I guess Mark. What do you call that? Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. Let me cut you guys off. Big Brother's still around. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. So is the real. She's like around. the Chris Hardwick for Big Brother, like the after-hour show yeah. or whatever. Okay. So like, so far she's standing by her man. Yeah. Uh, she came out defending that that's not him. Blah blah blah. Uh, basically. She didn't like. She didn't insinuate that it didn't happen, but she basically said that's not the man she knows now. Right. Um, and then he kind of didn't deny everything either. He said that he might have been guilty of like inappropriate behavior in the past, but like he said that he never used his position uh, to uh, prevent anyone from getting jobs or like any of that stuff. But some women are saying that it's like that's exactly what he did. Mm. Uh, they are still investigating him. He's still currently the head of CBS. He is. Not for much longer. And actually, they just had an earnings call uh, last Thursday, and nobody on that call asked about the allegations. No right. one brought it up. Now, their stock, their stock kind of dropped after the story came out. It did. And um, speaking of stock, it's something I wanted to talk about with you guys. I know Lou doesn't have it. Jen and I have had it for four years, and that's the... Collapse of Movie Pass. Oh yeah, heard about. Well, that. it hasn't collapsed yet. It, I mean, it's 
It's to the point. What's so, the details on this? So I'll start from. We can start from all the way from the beginning. Okay. So Movie Pass used to be forty dollars, thirty to forty dollars when we first got it back in twenty twenty fourteen. It was thirty dollars. Thirty one movie a day, right? Yeah. Okay. One movie. It a day. worked. Never had any issues with it. Their customer service was on point. Like there were times where Jen and I couldn't check in at the theater. We, we call, call in, literally two minute wait. They checked us in. We're good to go. Yeah. So a year later, they raised it to, to forty 45. to forty five. Still okay. Still so okay. We were fine with it because we were using it enough that, like, seeing like two to three movies a week, it still outweighed the cost. But things started getting a little suspect around then because they started asking for proof of purchase. Mm. Right. And I was so like, "All right, started- I'm already paying forty five dollars. Now you want me to just..." So we had you- we would have to take a ticket, a picture of our ticket, not the receipt, but the ticket itself that has like the theater name and like everything, and send it through the app. But then there were app glitches where but, sometimes but it wouldn't submit to prove that we bought the ticket you, for that movie instead yeah. of something else. Oh, so that well, it was being used does appropriately. Matter? Isn't it like? One movie a day? Like yeah, but at the same time, some movies weren't a lot. Like, you couldn't get an IMAX oh, screening or something right. like okay. that. These are just regular 2D movies. So then, like, last was it last year or two years ago that mm-hmm. they switched to 10? It was last year, right? No, it was like a, last year. Yeah. Yeah, like so last year, year they, went out of, they came out of nowhere and said, we're going to switch to 9.99. That was when that company bought them. Yeah, that's when we started advertising them and all that. Exactly. Right. No, actually, that's when we lost it because there were our affiliates before then while they were still $45. And then then that's when I felt like a bunch of 16-year-olds were writing their press releases. So they're all, like, defiant, like, kind of like – it was, like, nothing about what they were doing after they raised the price and people – or after they lowered the price. And then their competitors started, like, kind of talking – like, when AMC was like, hey, we don't want to be a part of this anymore. Like, everything that they released after that – they did. It did never. Nothing ever sounded professional that they would release in response to like what people were saying. Yeah. It, they just sounded like defiant, like teenagers. And and then that's when I was like, the business model is kind of not making sense, and they don't really sound like a really professional business anymore. And we had a feeling once we lost because the one thing is they never emailed Jen and I to let us know that we're, they're not going to be we're not going to be affiliated with them anymore. Oh, they just cut you off. One day, our buddy of ours, uh, Jesus, uh-huh. he texted me, and he's like, oh, Dave, your link's down. And I'm like, oh, okay, what what link? And he's like, oh, the MoviePass link. I'm like, so I jumped on the site, and I'm like, I clicked it, and I saw that it was down. Jen did a little research, and then we saw our affiliate was canceled. But they didn't just cancel our affiliates. They canceled everybody's ah, affiliates. Damn. Because when they went to $10, they weren't making any money because we were receiving a certain amount of money. Yeah. And it would, they wouldn't be making any profit off it, basically. So I felt like right there was the first thing for us, personally. I'm like, all right, like, we're affiliates. You can at least shoot us an email. We're not going to be working with you, any, you or anybody else anymore, so on and so forth. Then they went up to 2 million people. Okay. And it's like... Well, because everybody's like, oh, a movie a day. Like, that's awesome. And even if you don't go to the movies every day, if you're still paying $10 a no, month, it's like it. nothing. Right. In and most ma- places, it's less than a And I ticket. think their CEO made so, a good made a good point, which I... Well, I, Mitch Lowe, he, who was formerly... He formerly Netflix, was, uh, right? Netflix. He made a good point because he was like, all right, so you're paying $10 a month. So that's $120 a year. Some people don't even go to like five movies a year. And Lou, you like, for example, you don't go to the movies that often. Yeah, I don't go to the movies that often. Yeah, so in retrospect, the theater chains are still making more money because you're not going to be seeing 12, I mean, that many movies a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end, once they started upping their membership, they started losing money. Yeah. I own their stock, and I own 110 shares of their stock. Uh-huh. 
a week and a half ago to show how far they've dropped, they the app stopped working. Well, look, you don't own the shares in Movie Pass. You own the shares of their parent their, company. Of their parent, parent company. company. Which when so, I when they first bought uh, Movie Pass, of the, the stock was at thirty eight dollars a share. Uh-huh. Because I bought the shares at eight cents. Because the whole point of why they're also they're running out of cash and they ran out of cash is because they're having trouble going public as well. They are public. No, no, no. It wasn't it that they were having trouble going public because they didn't no, want to bankrupt. They, no, oh, you not mean movie, Helios, pass. movie pass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. No, yeah, pass. you're right. You're right. They are having issues going public, and then that was the whole thing about. Then they were running out of cash, obviously. And then they ran out of cash two weeks ago. So, but. Oh, running out of cash kind of happened when Mission Impossible came out. Like if people it were was, trying to go. It was right. a week before. No, it was like it that. Was week. It was like that the day before. It was like Wednesday. Okay, I did, was it okay? Okay, so yeah. going back to what Jen was saying, like that Wednesday when we Mission Impossible came out, the app just crashed. You couldn't check into anything. Oh boy! And then they had to get an emergency six million dollars loan to cover the theater for the weekends. Yeah. So what ends up happening last week on Monday was they they, Tuesday. Tuesday, they announced that they're going to raise the price at $15. And you can't see new movies up to a certain amount of weeks, which they didn't specify. So it's so about two Chris, weeks you're like blocked from seeing any kind of new no, movie. No, not two weeks. They didn't even specify. All right. Limited ticket available. Yeah. All so right. Christopher Robin, Mission Impossible. Those are off. You can't, you can't see them. Wow. But what happens? But you can you can see Mission Impossible this weekend either. Like no, you couldn't. Too- yeah. Oh, wow. So oh no, and to top that, G this Thursday, um, I want Jen wanted to see Eighth Grade, so we went to a, th- a local theater. We didn't want to go to AMC because it was a little far for us for for the time of the day or whatever. And we went to a theater close to our house. It's not a you know it's an indie movie, so we didn't expect to have any issues. We get to the theater. When I got to her house to head to the theater, everything's good. Uh-huh. We get to the theater, we try to check in, and the, it's down again. Oh my god! And then that's when he decided to cancel it. We we're just like, we can't. It's just like I can't deal with an app that's not that. that so work. now, yeah. if you have Movie Pass, if you have movie- go ahead, G. So I'm gonna cancel my brothers, and then I guess we're just gonna. Give him the AMC. The stuff. Yeah, it's a yeah. great. It's great so far. So if you cancel Movie Pass, you can't re-enlist for another nine months. Oh, and they're, they're petty like that, that's, too? That's the rule. Gone by then, wow. So. Yeah, it could be gone by then. So that's that's the only thing. I think if they go back. How they gonna be that back, petty? That's wild. If they go back to their roots and charging their $45, $50 a month, I think some people will still pay for it if they're using it enough to justify and especially if they're in a town though is that it's a good idea like when you guys had it you know when it was more expensive and you had no problems with it it made sense for you guys even at even as as high as 45 if you're going to see a movie a day and we were not even a movie a day but like you know just it just the the amount you were paying justified what you were getting from it yeah and i don't know who thought uh, maybe on paper it's not like a good idea to be like, okay, we're gonna lower our prices to nine ninety nine a month. We're basically gonna be like the Netflix of like movie going. But like, it seemed like there was no thought put into like how that would affect their business model. Like, down you know the what line. the you know what the thing is too, G. Like, and I, I don't know if Jenna agree. I don't. I've never told her this before. It's just something that came to mind like a few days ago. I think the problem with them too is that revenue wise, like AMC Stubbs, you know the money. They're going to get revenue because it's going to their own theater. 
MoviePass yeah. doesn't own a theater, so it's all based on not just their their income is based on subscriptions alone. So right. they don't know what their streaming revenue is in terms of the theater at all, at, in, in, in any way, shape, or form. So if you look at a theater that's charging eight dollars a movie, as in Jen went to to North Carolina and they're four fifty four dollar fifty cents for like a nine o'clock show. Shout out to North Carolina. And she used movie, movie and yeah. she used Movie Pass. And I used my Movie so Pass. So Movie Pass on that one alone just lost like six or seven dollars because they can't control the market for all theaters. Yeah. All theaters are different. Here in New York and probably in LA, they're like ten to fifteen or even twenty dollars. Yeah. They can you know, they're gonna make their money on us. But in terms of like middle America, you're not gonna be pay- making any money. And I think that's where the the big revenue loss comes. AMC controls their prices. And whatever you're paying AMC, AMC as a company is winning that, is taking that in. Yeah. So that's why I think that's where it's a great idea, like G said. It's just, and it, I think in the in the long run, we'll look at it as it changed everything because now AMC has this AMC stubs list. I think Regals or, Cin- or Starplex is starting their new ones. Yeah. I think there's going to be. I mean, don't be, like- be surprised though, because AMC, now if MoviePass is really like out of the scene. I wouldn't be surprised if they're saying $20 a month at three movies a week, if they're going to change that to say, oh, $20 a month, two movies a week, well, or no, not, $40 not a month. Not if other theaters compete, which that's so, what they're trying well, to that's, do. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But I'm like saying that no matter what, you sign up for a service, and they have the rights to change their terms of service the way that MoviePass keeps changing it on their customers, which is another thing that's causing frustration. And you see it all over Twitter and their rants like, What's going on? Like, why? Yeah, I think AMC is smarter than that, though. Huh? I think AMC is smarter than that. No, so. I think so, too. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised in, like, a year from now, let's say, that they change the price. But, look, if it still, like, outweighs the number of movies we see and the cost and it's still fine, then I'm willing they to They also pay. have to limit their subscribers. But what I did like about AMC was that you could reserve it online. Like, we could just get our ticket online. MoviePass, you could never do that unless you had an e-ticketing feature, which wasn't everywhere. And not just online, in advance. Like, I have tickets to the Dark Knight screening that's happening here in in New York, like, in a few weeks. Uh And I got my tickets two weeks ago. Like, they're screening 2001 A Space Odyssey on IMAX in New York. I got my tickets on Friday. And you're still able to get three tickets a week. So it, well, it, but you can't use me after like, reserving for. But so, he uh, can't use no. two of those reservations because until yes, that no, 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 but not until that movie's done. No, 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 no. that's not how it works. You, ca- I can't reserve three at a time, but I can yes, still watch three I mean. movies a week. Yes, I know. So for those until but you just have to. Yeah, it'll be like Movie Pass in terms of getting only one movie a day. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's the Movie Pass. Movie Pass fiasco. I'll wait for the Magic Johnson theaters to get there. It opened. Oh my god, the Magic Johnson theaters. We just opened one, G. Are you serious? Yeah. My favorite thing about the one over here was that they serve fried chicken in their concession. (laughs) Ours opened in Harlem. Ours been open in Harlem. Then I guess they renovated it because I got an email. It's been open since the 90s, bro. Really? (laughs) Oh, fuck me then. Can I I shoot some rapid fire TV news? Yeah, go ahead. ahead. Um, We got two potential tv reboots coming we got uh we got alf wow <laughs> uh, we got alf and the facts of life the, the funny thing about the facts of life reboot is that the production company behind it is run by leonardo dicaprio and another one by jessica biel they're yeah. behind the facts of life reboot jen was not happy i don't understand that. i don't get what leo well, has to do okay, with the facts here's, here's of the life deal, though, but you watch you watch one day at a time right and that's a reboot isn't it 
No, it's okay. So one day at a time is it. It's a reboot, but it's not the exact same. They, like it's not. It's different. It's a Hispan. It's a Cuban American family. It's so it's sort of different. It has the same idea where there's a single mother and her and her two kids. Um, and you have like the neighbor that's like, although the neighbor's really not a landlord, he's just a neighbor, and this guy's not a handyman. But it's sort of the same idea. So I guess fine. I mean, I do like one day at a time. But I don't know the facts of life. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know. It's such a good show, and I love it. So I feel like uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know fact. that it would work in this day and age. I feel like there are a lot of young kids that are very. Um, what's the word? Kids don't watch television anymore. And anyway, self like I don't know. I just feel like it's just guessing, a like one flow. of the original cast members will be the new like house mother chick, and I'm just wondering who it could be. Well, like, do we, do we get Kim Fields as Tootie to do it. I don't think so. Kim Fields has done. Is Tootie the fat white one? No, no, Can she's you the black please one. Stop. <laughs> That's Natalie. And stop. <laughs> anyway, they've Shut done like their like TV movies that I've like enjoyed thoroughly and they maybe TV, George they have, wait they have facts back. of like tv movies yeah oh. and george had, like, clooney could come back right he was in the uh, towards the end um uh, and fun fact about alf is uh the restaurant i manage at our former head chef was the adopted son of max wright who was the dad on alf uh we used to hear a lot of funny stories about being on uh, him being on alf and none of the like human actors liked being on that show at all, especially Max Wright, who went to like a prestigious like theater school, and he felt like he was like being upstaged by like a puppet. Interesting. Way to put your ego into account. I mean, I know, right? But like, obviously, the show's called Alf, and it's about him. So Alf is a show I like saw here and there, but I was never one to be like, oh my god. Loki. I used to love it. I used to think it was disturbing that he liked to eat cats. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't mind cats. that, but uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't that big on Alf either. I had an Alf. I had a giant Alf doll mm-hmm. as a kid next to my Pee Wee Herman doll. So, oh god, you had two creepy things. Hey, hey, yeah, don't talk about Pee Wee like Herman like that. Nightmare. No wonder you don't right, have friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Lou. Other TV news: American Horror Story was renewed for season ten. They are going into season eight right now, uh, which is the crossover between Murder House and Coven. But they renewed it for season ten. I'm kind of thinking it's going to be done. And your girl's now. back. Oh, and Jessica Lange is coming back for season eight. Hey, which, which Let, is a big let's deal. just, you know, you know how what I'm going to say, Jay. Let's just keep our expectations at a low. I know this show. This show always kind of like it. I have a love hate. I'm excited that Murder House is back, but like I, I, you know, you know how it is. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. And then, um, uh, Patrick Stewart is coming back as John Luke Picard for a Star Trek show on. CBS All Access. Oh, shit. Uh, she sounds dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because the Next Generation was the only Star Trek show I watched when I was younger. It used to be. I used to watch it on Saturday nights. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock was uh, that. Then seven o'clock was Hercules. And then Z- eight <laughs> o'clock was Xena Warrior Princess. Yep. And lastly, Chris Rock is going to be the star of the next season of Fargo on FX. Interesting. Oh, I still haven't that. seen the, oh. the the show. It's a good show. It's a anthology show. It's good. Um, he's going to be playing the head of a crime family on the show. Huh. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. No, it has really surprising like casting news, but um, I think uh, 
he's not a bad dramatic actor. He's done some dramatic stuff in the past, so it should be should be pretty interesting to see. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I guess to finish the film, the movie news on my end, uh, we had our first look at Jungle Cruise, where The Rock yeah. channels his 1930s paperboy look. Okay. No, like, when you said that in the group, I was like dying. Like, am I wrong though? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. No, he did. Like, that's exactly what it looked like. Like the, I mean, I can't. You can't get anything. It's just them talking about the movie nothing too crazy mm-hmm. but the fact that emily blonde is already in another disney movie i think it might be good news for mary poppins returns being a good movie yeah. so that's the first thing that came to mind there um also the venom trailer the oh. third trailer i just like an argument with someone this week that like this is not the third trailer i'm like you have a teaser trailer and two full trailers that's one plus two equals three and I don't, I don't mind if they release it because that's what they that's what they released at Comic Con. Um, I'm just surprised they didn't do it sooner. Like with like what Glass did as you know when that broke at Comic Con, I think it got released online soon after that. So the my question day, my question for you guys is this regarding: You think it's too much because the first trailer really wasn't a teaser; it really was a trailer. It you was. you got some stuff in there. You think well, they're giving away too much? No, I mean I mean I think I think they needed to because I I think what I told you I think I told you uh. At Comic Con, like during their panel or before their panel, there was a lot of uh, there are a lot of people who were apprehensive about the whole thing, like about the movie in general. They were there because it was popular and they want to see Tom Hardy and whatever. But there were a lot of people that were very like unsure of what <clears throat> they thought the movie was going to be. And that trailer that we just saw, plus whatever extra footage they showed us, kind of won people over. A lot of people liked that they get to, got to see more of him in it. Yeah. Um, so the, the overall, like, uh, vibe that I got, it was that the response was pretty positive. And so I think they needed to show people more that that was what the main, uh, main goal was. Well, I think the main, uh, criticism of the other ones was that they didn't really show him a lot. Okay. And then, um, um, but you know, but it's, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I thought the footage was fine. I'm still like, I, I'm still on the, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'm I think not, we all I'm are. I'm not. Oh, you're not. Every time I see a new trailer, it just makes me want, not want to watch it anymore. It, it, it looks but, so. But like, the, you know, the budget, the budget's pretty low for a big movie like that. So yeah. like they don't have like a, they don't have like a big threshold to pass. I mean, like if they, I think the budget's at like eighty million, which is not huge. It looks like it's gonna be like the first Deadpool without the fun. <laughs> without the fun. <laughs> yeah, basically, they go about it that way. That's how, that's how I'm looking but, at it. You know what, you know, at Comic Con though, everyone that like Tom Hardy and the director, they were so passionate about it, and they seem like they're huge fans of the character. Like it just, I, from what they were saying, I don't think they're gonna steer us in the wrong direction. I, Let's I, hope not. But I think it's I uh, we'll wait and see. Oh, wait, October deal. is a crowded freaking month. Yeah, for sure. Um... And I think this is coming to Netflix. The, my last bit of news for the week. They might have been going straight to Netflix. It's coming, like, God damn. It's coming to Netflix, uh, I think in October, November, is uh, the first trailer to Maniac, the Carrie Fukunaga mm. limited, is limited series, I believe, with Jonah Hill and Bay. Of course you brought that up. What? <laughs> I got to bring up Bay. <sighs> Bay. Bay is uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Are we uniting Emma Stone and Jonah Hill? Yeah, it was crazy that Emma St- uh, uh, Jonah Hill's like... St- like Emma Stone's thin, like really thin. Uh-huh. Jonah Hill is like catching up. Yeah, he looks super, super thin. He's out here. Uh, I saw, yeah, I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel the other like two like a week ago, and I he's small again. 
Like I don't know what I have no idea what it's about, but the trailer looks interesting, and I love Carrie Fukunaga, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Those got to be, no, be in a comedy. What? Hey, Jen, you're raising your hand. I got something else. So how about like we're sitting in the theater and we're watching these different trailers, and I'm like realizing like December 21st. Friday, oh yeah, December that's a good point 21st, you made. Yeah, it is stacked. So it's gonna be like a battle of the box office. G. No one's so, gonna make a hundred million dollars that weekend. Yeah, I, think. I know. You I have Aquaman, that, mm, Bumblebee, Aquaman, yeah. and then oh, and those Bumblebee. two are gonna really be the ones that are battling it out. I, I think, think Mary Poppins. But then you have well, actually, that's so, the nineteenth. Mary Poppins is the nineteenth, so that's gonna be before that. These are not looking good for Bumblebee right now. And then you have like Steve Carell's Welcome to Marwin. I don't think that's yeah, that's not gonna that's be in the Oscar number player, one, yeah. but it's still a lot. It's a very heavy. Then you have that Holmes and Watson, which is with Will Ferrell and, and John C. Riley, so that comedy. So I'm sure that'll bring in <sighs> some people. And then you have that movie Alita Battle Angel that I don't really. I'm get, the only one that wants to see that movie. Uh, that trailer, I saw that trailer at Comic Con. It's really, it looks good. Yeah, Jen's like, nah, I'm not about that. I don't know how I feel about it. That looks good. But yeah, Mary Poppins is coming. I think out Mary Wednesday, Poppins December is going to be number one that weekend. Uh, yeah, I, people like are going to say Aqu- I think Mary Poppins is number one that week. Gonna be the so, you know what? You would be funny if Bumblebee not topping Mary Poppins. I don't think that happen. But if, what if Bumblebee top Aquaman? Possible. It's, it's possible. possible. It's possible. I don't see it, don't see it happening. If it's like, good, I, Bumblebee could top Aquaman if the reviews are good. Because look at, I think I, Transformers have left a, a worse taste in people's mouth than Justice League. Well, I think, but I think that's yeah, why they're promoting it this one differently from the other one. No, like, no, but it's still people are, like the casual moviegoers gonna go like, oh, another Transformers movie. Yeah, no, that's true. There were people who weren't watching Eighth Grade. They uh, had the trailer to. Bumblebee, uh-huh. and then someone behind us was like, "Oh, another Transformer yeah, movie." It has a so right. they don't know that it's a prequel and it's a completely different from the actual, yeah. you know, story. Um, right, give my, my Bay Haley Stanfield a chance. I forgot she was in the Edge of Seventeen. I love the Edge of Seventeen. Go. So good, so good. And it's fun. And then uh, before we get to our main topic, Lou, what did you see this week? Um, I still haven't remembered, but I saw yesterday. <laughs> I saw Jurassic. You don't World. remember? <laughs> I, saw, I saw Jurassic World yesterday. The new one. I see. I oh, saw both. No, I actually saw. Like, I, I, cool. I saw both of them back to back. Actually, which which one did you like more? It's a good question. Um, they're about the same for me. Okay, they're, they're different movies, but I I like things about both of them. Okay. Um, but the the second one is not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. So I'm gonna say. Okay. I still yeah. like dig the, the the last hour of that of yeah, the new one. Me too. Like, yeah. like, it's almost like a horror movie. Basically, and uh, I I I, I kind of agree with with uh, G. Like, why why do you guys keep doing this? Like, what do you mean? Like, they they just keep trying to create new dinosaurs. Oh yeah, and yeah, not yeah. yeah. They, I mean, it's been twenty five years, and they're like, nah. I think this time will work. And I don't know what they're saying. Uh, especially they told. So Emily, I like, think there's going to be one more because I think it's supposed it to be a trilogy. Like it, right? No, they are. They are. It's supposed to be a trilogy. Um, but did Jen have you seen Jen saw it? Right? Yeah, she saw it. Okay, like I like the potential of where the third one could go or just them just being loose like you know here um <laughs> uh, but i i hope i hope they go that route like really really go that route with them just being like just they're gonna be, and they're your neck of the woods too right they're in la yeah. right they're in la yeah. just chilling with, with raptors Imagine? <laughs> you're at like you're at like tower 75 and all of a sudden like a raptor just hit your door tower <laughs> I would die. <laughs> um, and then for us, we saw Teen Titans, which was fucking awesome. So, I don't know the other one, but I, I, wait, all right, wait. go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. 
Uh, Teen Titans was super super fun. A lot of Easter eggs, uh-huh. especially like to old DC movies. Like the Penguin from Batman Returns is in in the movie. Okay, so that's super fun. And Jen, we saw Christopher Robin. Oh, I'm, how, I wasn't how, done I'm yet. About oh. that movie. So Christopher Robin is not as good as Hook, but it's kind of like the same premise. Okay, it looks creepy. Yeah, right. Like uh, it, no, no, right? no. Like, it, there it, were some people that thought that all that shit looked cute. Like they were we were at work and the scene from it came on like before we opened and i had the volume up and there were half the people that were working were like oh my god this looks cute and the other half was like hey, they look creepy well, from <laughs> what i saw on twitter like- i think every, every every little like character looks good except for Pooh. no Pooh no, looks, looks, looks the best good, actually. actually really yeah, yeah. when Pooh meets obi-wan and i'm like Obi-Wan. Wait, what <laughs> obi-wan that's you oh, the actor guy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think about like no kind <laughs> of crossover <laughs> they're doing here bro um <laughs> Like he's Poo- a new Yoda. <laughs> when Pooh meets up with uh, Obi Wan again, like after he grows up or whatever, uh-huh. it looks so good. The CGI is top notch for all of them. I think. Yeah, I think they all look really, really good. It makes they don't t- look, t- t- look really good. It actually excites yeah, me a lot good. for like the Lion King next year because yeah. look what they did with these characters and like the grand, the grandness that they're gonna oh, have with the Lion really King. Dope. So it, sh- it it was good. I liked it. A good amount. It wasn't boring. The beginning was no. a little boring, okay. I thought. Because Winnie the Pooh's always, always been boring to me. That oh, character. anything with Pooh is great, but I think there's there's a part where it you make, it make you cry. No, it made me cry a little. Wait, why? I teared up a little bit. No, some people said they were tearing up. What part? It looked like it's one of those like, tear um, movies. Well, you I, know, he doesn't like. I mean, I guess I don't want to spoil something. It's okay. not really a spoiler, but it's like, you know, he sort of has to leave his childhood behind, so he has to sort of leave them behind. Oh, Toy Story Right, too. and then, like... Just not as sad. You know, he's sort of lost himself because his focus is on the work and, and trying, and he's, like, stressed out at work because he has to, like... He has to cut he's budget. He's an efficiency expert, so he has to cut budget and cut things and whatever. That's the boring so part for me. Yeah, so that's more that. So he's struggling with that, but it's almost like he's forgotten how to have fun or his like fun side. And then he has a daughter, so it's like interesting to see like when he comes to realize like how you much know his how family needs really to him. It's like and yeah, it's like yeah, so pretty much it's like Christopher hook. Robin has his daughter. Like you know, in the yeah. only it's a little hookish. Yeah. You're right. I guess I didn't think about it that it's, way. It's pretty much the only thing I didn't. The reason I liked Hook more is because they didn't concentrate so much on his work. You knew he was. You knew it was just about his work, and he was a dick to his kids. This one just focused a little too much on like him mm-hmm. cutting costs and stuff like that. And then it took about, after the beginning credits, it took about 25 minutes to get back into seeing Pooh and the characters. Yeah. But after that, it, it was, was adorable. Good. What happened? How were the other characters? Like, so all- Eeyore was my favorite. Yeah, Eeyore had the best line. He came out of nowhere with some shit, one. and it was hilarious. <laughs> he was the funniest one because, like, he would say something, and then you were like, oh, "Jen's what? like, oh my god, it's Kevin." <laughs> <laughs> what about what about my boy uh, Piglet? Piglet was cute. I don't and like scared. Piglet at Piglet? all, man. Piglet, Piglet, Piglet was cute. And he was scared. scared, so he was. They did him well. From yeah, the show. they did all of them really well. They're Easter Rabbit, eggs from the show owl. and the story. The, okay. I'm not gonna get any of them. Um, the actually Jen knew the first one when he got up in the morning when he has pajamas. Oh yeah, up, down. Uh, I don't want to sing the song, <laughs> but you know, like the, it's like also in the movie. So if you've seen the Disney, like the Disney movie, the animated one, it's mm. all in that too, where he's wearing his nightcap and yeah. his like oh, night the blue shirt, and, white and, yeah, he, goes, and yeah. he goes to do like his exercises, and then he's like something in my tummy or whatever. like it's good. I would give it a if I would give it a three, three out of four. Okay, 
Not a seven out of ten. That's not a seven. Um, what happened? I yeah, I might. I'm thinking about it. Um, I got to see what the calendar is. <laughs> um, and then the really li- good. I almost saw the spy who dumped me. Yes. Uh, Ew. I want to see that. I want to see that. I know you guys. I'm not gonna see it. I want to see it. We talked. We talked about this yesterday. Kate McKinnon's hilarious, and I really wish that she got something that was good. That was like worthy of her talent. Because usually, if the movie's not that great, like you didn't like Rough Night, but I thought she was funny in Rough Night. She, she was. was the funniest in Rough Night. And that movie surprised me. Ghostbusters movie's not bad. Wait, but she, I thought she was the funniest character. You liked in it? Ghostbusters yeah. reboot. Too. Oh, I hated it. How'd you hate Rough Night? Oh, so bad to me. Oh, I like Kate McKinnon. I liked, her. I liked her in Rough Night. I you know yeah. what's funny though? Because I went to Rough Night not knowing. I didn't see a trailer. Or yeah. So when that turn happened, I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> This is what we just picked up. From it's funny. Here. We saw the trailers. I'm like, oh, this looks fun. And then we saw it. And I'm like, nah. Like, Kate McKinnon was a star. I what it is, man. Don't watch trailers, people. Yeah. Like, she's sure. the star in like, almost everything she does. And like, yeah. I just. Ghostbusters 2, she was like, the best part. If she's picking like the wrong things or. Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to transition from SNL to like a movie star. Like, it, like it's kind of rough for some of them. Yeah, but no, I think but... she has potential to really do well if she picks the right stuff. She has a talent too, yeah. You speaking, and I like the Kunis too. Like it's, I don't know, it seems like a decent idea, just probably not done well. I mean, it has like a thirty-eight percent Rotten Tomatoes, which doesn't bode well. You know what else has a really rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes? That Darkest Minds movie. Oh, that looked terrible from the get. Oh, see, it didn't look that terrible. Twelve percent. Garbage. Um. Apparently, the book. I didn't even know it was based on a book. Near did I. Um. There's a. Before we move on to the last movie we saw, G. I did not know that Paul Feig was directing that. Uh, what whatever happened to Serena oh, Vanderwood's movie? movie. The, the, the movie. Uh, what, what happened happened to Serena Vanderwood's? Yeah. yeah Wait, what? <laughs> oh, there's a movie coming out. I forgot what it's, it's called. called. What happened a to Serena Vanderwood's? A simple favor oh. with with uh with Serena Vanderwood. With Serena, Serena Blake, Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick. Okay. And like, I think G and I are the only one when we watch it. We're like, oh shit! Like this is like the Gossip Girl movie. What happened that? to Serena Vanderwood? Oh shit! No, no, no! It's, it's like it's funny because like I I think we thought it, and then my friend saw the trailer, and they were like, "So is this like a Gossip Girl like spinoff?" <laughs> like, like like this like, it seems like if Serena had like you know a future, this is what her future. Because you be. haven't seen the trailer, right? <laughs> no. So pretty much Serena Vanderwoodson like disappears, and Anna Kendrick trying to find out why. And then her friends, uh, Serena Vanderwoodson's friends, are like, she doesn't want to be found. You think someone that beautiful, there's something crazy going on because someone like that should not want to disappear. I'm Chuck Bass. And I'm so like, I, have, <laughs> I have one friend who read the book. Oh, it's a book? Okay. Yeah, it's a book. And they said the so book Jen is really, really good. The book's really good. Jen, we need um, to get it on that. They said kind of like Gone Girl-esque a little bit. Oh, okay. And I love Gone Girl. Yeah, Gone Girl was good. Um, and I asked them, like, so are you cool with the casting? Is it, like, accurate? And they were like, it's fairly accurate. Like, they needed someone as beautiful as Blake Lively. And then, then what's funny is that he didn't want to call Anna Kendrick frumpy because she's not frumpy. But they, like, basically said that you needed someone that was beautiful like Blake Lively and then someone that was more cute mm. like Anna Kendrick. Okay. And, like, they thought the casting made sense. They just, they, but, um, they are just hoping that it stays true to the book because if it does then it's it's a really like i guess the book is like very twisty and turny and there's a lot of like surprises in it oh that'll be fun okay um so yeah it, it, the trailers have been pretty decent yeah and plus i'm gonna i'm gonna see anything with like lively and Hannah kendrick of course for sure they can, they can be like reading the telephone book for two hours like let's go see it <laughs> <laughs> and then the and then the last movie that we saw this week uh 
kind of sparked my idea for next week's episode is I Jen and I saw eighth grade and it's my number one movie of the year. It is so fucking good. Until uh, that Damien Chazelle movie comes out. I don't know. It might not, man. <laughs> this movie was so good. So, how so is it going to get this eighth grade like an Oscar contender? I, is it? If, if, I don't like boyhood, right? It should be because it's written beautifully and it really captures the essence of not just a 13-year-old girl, but just a 13-year-old in general. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's probably my favorite coming-of-age story since boyhood. So we're going like four years. Four so perks and and boyhood are like right yeah, up the there. Standard is like the perks of being a wall. But this one is it. I think there's so much to it. There's an uncomfortableness to it that we all probably felt when we were kids, and it does really well in capturing that. Now, in terms of Oscar, if it was up to me, I'd I'd have it ready for a nomination for best original screenplay and maybe picture because it's what just that Agnes good. I love her performance. Did you know that's Agnes from Despicable Me? I, I I saw it like uh, I didn't know that before they were promoting it. I saw her in interviews talking about it. Um, I I think she's my favorite performance of the year so far, but I don't know. It all depended on the new Academy members because I don't know. Well, if, like, if well a lot of people were saying that they liked about her what, or what they well liked about the movie in general uh, was the fact that they didn't try to glamorize her as like like at that age. Like the fact that they like let her be herself, acting and all, you know flaws and all and she imp- that's what i was gonna say she embraced her imperfections for the movie and i think yeah. it does it just i don't want to spoil anything but it's really it's really really funny and it's funny and it blends in a whole bunch of seriousness okay. so i highly 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 recommend you guys see it jen and what did that, you think that our arc light now which i'm because you were like because i was like oh i think it's i don't know if it's gonna be our arc light oh yeah and i was like don't watch it i don't like, need a oh, solid seven no, I thought it was really, really good. Um, you feel for her a lot of the time, and it's, 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 it's uncomfortable that time. No, I don't think I it think ever gets to that. I think as a girl, I can relate to it okay. more than maybe David can. Uh, obviously, obviously. Lou <laughs> yeah. is like, hope so. you should see. Gee, you see Lou right now. He's just shaking his head. He's yeah, like, I yeah, agree. I guess. Um, <laughs> so I think you can relate to it. And then I don't want to spoil anything, but there's like a particular scene. Uh, the end scene. That was a little bit. No, not the complete. Uh, not the oh, end yes, scene. yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the other thing. That's a little upsetting uh, for me as a girl, but also because I understand what she went through. And maybe I wasn't exactly in that same situation, but I understand that same pressure or that same or having to deal with it or feeling like you did something wrong when you didn't do anything wrong. Okay. Uh, and then the end scene was really nice too. Um, and I think it does that end scene parallel well to the beginning too, with that first scene with them too, like okay. at the dinner table. And uh, then when you see the end, how they both grew, grew from it. Yeah. Um. So it, overall, it's a really really good movie. And I think, I mean, as a girl, you can definitely relate to it. I think better than maybe a guy can, but I think it's enjoyable all around. And um. And people are it's watching like it. I, like so. I, I just wanted to be her friend. Yeah. And people it. are watching it. Like uh, Serge, he's not really into indie films, and he saw it this weekend too. And we spoke about it, and he loved it as well. So get to your local theater and catch that. All right. See that shit, See that shit son. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's just get to it. <laughs> he's thinking of commercial. <laughs> G-Real, see that shit, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like this like really quiet, independent movie. <laughs> no, I was saying, no, great. No, no, see uh, that shit. <laughs> the other movie I watched was Ready, Ready Player One, and I loved it. Right? It was really so good, good it was man. Good, right? Yeah, it was really good. Like I thought, 
I mean, Ready Player One, outside of the the Mr. Rogers documentary, Ready Player One was my favorite movie of the year until eighth grade. But yeah, it was, it was really like fun. it was so fun. Yeah. Did you get the 4K? Yes, I did. I haven't watched it yet. Have you put it in yet? Yeah, either I got it. I haven't just popped it in yet. I haven't watched it since it came out in theaters, so I, I I liked it. I don't know if I liked it as much as you, but I did enjoy it. What do you think? Of the, the shining scene. Was that was the yeah, right. That was really fun. It's still my favorite scene of the year. It was so good. Um, anything else, or just you I saw that? Was make that scene. I think the movie costs like. No, but just that scene. Like, I got. Oh, that probably was yeah. the most expensive scene to make. Jesus Christ! Those, those the way they did it was just flawless. But in retrospect, if you look at it, the whole movie itself is pretty much an animated movie. Yeah. So. Spielberg. Yeah, I know. Uh, any other movies you saw? Or that's it. That's all I can remember. Every everything else is probably unimportant. I tried to. I, I watched the Paterno movie on HBO. What do you think? I only got through half of it, and it was okay. I liked it. Yeah, it was okay for me. Like I only watched it for Pacino. Yeah, and that's about it. I didn't really like the ending, but it was it was fine. It was I'll get to, to it eventually. Yep. All right. Oh, did you play that? Like, that what's her name? Zazie beats the chick from the, the Domino. That she's supposed to be in the Joker movie too. So she's in the Joker movie, and then Robert De Niro was finally confirmed to be in the Joker movie. And oh, okay. I always forget his name. The one from, the one Glow. from Glow. Guy from Glow. From where? Glow. <laughs> Come on, the, <laughs> the director from Glow. The, oh, Mark Maron. Yeah, he's in the Joker movie oh. as well. Okay. I have high hopes, well, man. It seemed like a really horrible idea is turning into like a decent one. <laughs> now, as long as they don't make any Jared Leto. Who, who, oh, they haven't cast the Joker yet. No, no, it's Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. Yeah, man. Okay. The only thing that's making me yeah, get more cat. excited is that I don't like the director. Who? It's the guy that uh, uh the guy that directed The Hangover. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Because outside of The Hangover, I don't like anything else he's done. I gotta see what, what, Wait, what else has he done? He did The Hangover 2. He did The Hangover 3. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> I figured he did those. <laughs> no, you never know. You know, you, you know how people ch- don't want to do movies after... I always remember when I was watching Entourage and uh, Vinny Chase is like, who's directing Aquaman 2? And then he's like, is it James? And he's like, no, it's Kevin Smith. <laughs> uh, well, is it because, well, like, it's he like did a War Dogs. I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, he did War Dogs? He did War Dogs. Oh, I did like War, War Wait, I did like War Dogs. He is a producer is on The like Star is Born. Well, I don't count producers. He did Due Date, which I, you didn't like. I don't like Due Date. Well, that was. I feel like I know that movie. Well, Starsky and Hutch. I don't like. Uh, I like Starsky and Hutch. I don't like old Starsky. School. Comedy, old School was funny. He directed Old School. Mm-hmm. I don't like Old School. Ah, David. Yeah, yeah. I am the only one. I think I. I don't know, and I love Vince Vaughn. I'm shocked. I don't like. I don't like Old School. Yeah, no, that might be it. But he's You're good in that. He's like toned down like in that a little bit. Yeah. He's not like his Will Ferrellness. You know what I don't like? Speaking way. of comedy, I don't love Animal House. <gasps> I know. Wow. I just died. That's I know. Like I don't too. love Animal House. I don't know. I just that's the like, of all the comedy movies. I will, I will probably think that would be the one you like. What Animal House? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Comedy is just hard for you, huh? It's so hard. Like it's so hard. Will Ferrell's uh, Kanye West's favorite comedian. Don't say that, it man. Is. Really? He could get a mad love on Twitter. Oh, that's terrible. I d- Will Ferrell's funny. Like, I mean, like, uh, Anchorman. Ugh. That's it. Anchorman and Elf. No, he's a, he's that's a, he's all I got. He's a great work, man. Right. I love old school. Old school I like play. Step Brothers. I hate <laughs> Step Brothers yeah, so like bad. I saw it with but you, that, too. That was probably the max level of Will Ferrell in that movie. That was probably Will Ferrell to his max. Yeah. That's he probably was, why I hated it. He was great in Wedding Crashers. <laughs> See, I love Wedding Crashers, but he's not in it enough to annoy no, me. He's not oh, it was great. oh, but that scene is like yeah. so like. Oh, no, where's the meatloaf? Oh, meatloaf! 
I would actually say... It was the only one that wasn't laughing during that scene. I actually say Wedding Crash is probably one of my favorite comedies. Yeah. It made me fall in love with... What's her name? The redhead? The Isle of Fisher? Yeah. She's hilarious in that. Borat's I think she's wife. Best That's about. Borat's wife? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. You know what else was on the other day that I was watching? Even though I own it, I, I never pop it in. Now You See Me was on. Ugh. And I forgot how... That movie's fun. Yeah, those movies no, are Jen like that liked movie. it. That movie's not too bad. She's like, she. why do you like it? Well, I like the whole movie. No. Exactly. But he's so cute at the end. Mark Can you Ruffalo. tell us who he is? Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I said Hugh Jackman for some reason. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. And I, as I said, I was like, wait, what point was he in? <laughs> I was like, was he one of the kids? <laughs> You're like, wrong, wrong magician movie. Mark the Prestige. Ruffalo. Yeah, wrong magician movie. Did we ever talk about on here that it finally showed Jen the Prestige? You never saw it until recently? Oh, I, no, I didn't hear about it. I hadn't Jen, seen it what did you think of The Prestige? And don't disappoint G and Lou on here. No, I thought it was really good. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty I hard not to think that movie. She good. didn't even get the twist, which she always tries to get the twist. So that's I do. A... I didn't get the twist yesterday either. We oh, Sleepaway Camp. All right, we got, now we, we're going to transition to horror since we're going to finish over horror. I feel like anyone listening so to this show... today is like, what the hell is going on? We're talking about <laughs> a lot of things today. Everywhere. Hey. Um, so Jen, I showed Jen last night uh, Sleepaway Camp. Okay. And I showed her Nightmare, Nightmare and Elm Street Part 2. Okay. okay I've never seen Sleepaway Camp. All right, Jen, go ahead. Sleepaway Camp was interesting. Okay, never seen it. Uh, don't don't mention what the twist is, but what do you think about the There's twist? There's a twist at the end, which I knew there was something off about a particular character in the beginning of the movie. Not the main character, but the mother in the beginning. There was something yeah, funky yeah. about her. Hello, mother. But I was like, why is she weird and She's i was over like the this top. is gonna come so back and then like as we're getting really really at the end then i get it and i'm like oh yeah well i didn't see that happen well i saw it when we were getting when they started doing that flashback because i was like well oh, that that's no. when i got it yeah but like i pointed to it in the beginning of the movie when something happened and you were like no it's this so david was also trying to mislead me of course i'm not gonna it's the king of that. No, but you said well, is the, that the twist? Like the, it's like that movie's known for the twist. That twist. I would say. Well, see, I had never seen it, so I had never even heard of it. I had heard about the twist, and that's why I bought it. And I told David, I was like, "You promise this isn't like Mother's Day?" Because, gee, have you seen the original Mother's Day? I've seen the original Mother's Day. Yeah. It's like, I never want to see that movie again. It's at least from when I remember seeing it, it's intense and like yeah. the rape and the everything in it is. Like, you're talking about, like, I wouldn't even say gore porn, but this is, like, 70s, like, it's just intense. Oh, I should have shown you. So I was you, uh, like, this isn't like that, right? Because I don't want to watch this movie then. And he's like, no, no. I not. thought it was good. I think, it, like I told so, you guys off the air, I think it's better than Friday the 13th as a movie. Yeah, but it's different. Friday the 13th is fun. I showed my wife uh, Last House on the Left for the first time, like, a couple of weeks ago. The original? No, not the original. The remake. Okay. Which is still good. But she was, the like, remake is good. Yeah, she was, they, like, really well, into it. Good job with the remake. But they actually—that's uh, uh, a movie I can't really show a lot of people. The original or the remake. The end is a—the end is different though, <laughs> in the remake, right? Yeah. The girl. So. The spoiler alert. Have the you daughter, seen? It? She lives, um, right? Yeah. Jen, have you seen it? Jen, have you seen it? I have not. Okay. I don't want to give it away. Then. Those are, those are uh, really good movies. The original is uncomfortable. There, there is one key yeah. difference between the remake and the original. Okay. Yeah, the original is very uncomfortable. You would—I don't they think you'd handle are, that though. well. I mean, like they handled that whole like scene, the the whole like you know the big scene. They handle that really well. Uh, it's just it's very uncomfortable to watch though. Okay. Okay. And what? Uh, my, my my thing though is like is I, I want to recommend that movie to like my friends, but then they look at me like I'm like crazy. They're like, no, I when think, they watch I think it, they would like it. 
Because <laughs> the movie, like, it, it might be uncomfortable, but the movie itself is really good. And you know what makes it uncomfortable in the original? It's shot so gritty. Yeah. Like, it yeah. looks like it's... Like a found it's, footage, it's not, it's not good and I don't like found footage, but it looks like it's a found footage yeah. film. It looks, like, it looks like it costs like fifty bucks to make. Yeah. <laughs> and Jen, what do you think of Nightmare on the Elm very Street famous too? Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two? The gay Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about that more in October, but There's quick thoughts. Definitely undertones there. So many. And I'm like, how is this not obvious that he <laughs> is? But um, no, I mean, I thought it was good, and yeah, that lady does look like Meryl Streep. Yeah, I was like, I want to ask you, like, what do you think of poor? Yeah, <laughs> she does, but she doesn't look like Meryl Streep no more. In the documentary, they said that the director said they only cast her because she looked like Meryl Streep. Wow. So uh, it was interesting, interesting to see. And then, like, obviously, like, we know he's openly gay in real life. I love all the undertones. Like, when he's talking to his, like, guy friend, he's like, there's something inside in of me. me. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's like... He's, oh, and the fact that he went to that bar. I mean, this isn't a spoiler. No, this go ahead. It's fine. Been done. So, like, he goes to that bar and he sees his gym teacher and there he makes him run like, laps. these chaps and shit, like this leather vest. I got to tell you. So, so the bar is like a regular bar, it seems. Obviously, it's like more maybe biker-ish or, or like whatever. But, like, you know, and obviously there's gay in the, right in the beginning of it. Oh, and what? no, I can't give away the sleepaway camp thing either. That no, I saw coming. No. Oh no! I didn't see that coming. Yeah, when I that first I saw, saw it. coming. I had a feeling there. The relationship between uh, the father in the beginning and the and the friend. G. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. There he I, we thought we lost you, but yeah. So going back to nightmare, he walks into the bar. Uh huh. He sees his coach in chaps because it's. I think it's like a. Uh, I don't know if it's a gay bar, but I think it's seems like, like a, a biker. It seems like, like a biker alternative bar. type of bar. Yeah. In the so, 80s. dude, it's like. 11 o'clock at night, he, he sees his coach. Uh-huh. What do you think happens? Makes him run laps. He, makes him, he, they t- he takes him back to the school yeah. to run laps. Yeah. What would you do if Mr. Wendelkin saw you? <laughs> <at> <laughs> the- <laughs> wow. Mr. Wendelkin saw him. <laughs> that was our gym. I do like that, uh, that Freddy's like dark in it, though. See, what he I don't. Dark, yeah. What I really don't like in this one is that he kills people and they don't, they're not asleep. So we thought that was weird, too. Oh, when he comes to the pool party? Yeah, it makes yeah. no sense. Because nobody's sleeping. But the pool party scene's fun. It is. It did. Robert but- Englund has said in documentaries and in panels we've been to with him that he hates that specific scene. For the oh, fact really? that it doesn't... doesn't that's not Freddy. That's, yeah. you know, Freddy, you're, no one's asleep. It's just he he turns from a, a creepy man that haunts you in your dreams to just another serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then the scene, it still gets me. It got me as a kid, but when he's coming out of uh, his body. Like, in, that, that, in the bedroom? In the bedroom. Yeah. It's so, it's so like, uh, uh, yeah. I actually checked the RT score, and I thought it was going to be lower than it was. It's actually 40. Oh, that bad. But when you're going oh, from the classic part one, yeah. and then you're like, I can imagine when people went into that theater after, and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's it's it, To me, like, the natural sequel is the Dream Warriors. Like, I, yeah, I, I mean, agree. I don't. I don't mind Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I actually have grown to like appreciate it on some level. I'm with you. Um, but I think Dream Warriors is like it feels like the natural like progression from one to to from one to yeah. 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 And I, I think, actually don't mind the Dream Master too because I like Lisa Wilcox. I think the worst one is I I was talking to Jen about this last night. I think the worst one is Freddy's Dead, like hands down. Yeah, absolutely the oh, worst for one. Sure. Yeah. Uh, then followed by that that Dream Child shit. Yeah, I don't like Dream Child either. 
Jen's like, yeah. I, Jen's like, what's that movie was all over the place? What's Freddy's Dead? And I'm like, yeah, that's the one with Roseanne Barr and Tom Arnold. So random. Yeah, you gotta watch all these before October. Yeah, because I know I'm gonna have to borrow for sure. All right, so let's move on to our. I'm already borrowed at this point. It's just yeah, it's, True. Kind of, it's, it's like mine. it's 25 percent yours. This is great. I'm getting married and I'm inheriting a movie collection. Imagine like Jen and I won't have a prenum, but I might have just a, a little contract for my movies. No. They all come with me. You get to keep your movies. Oh, you're you're only taking half of them, bro. <laughs> you gotta pick which. <laughs> oh, that is torture. Making Dave pick half the movies you no. own. No, no, Jesus never Christ! All right. Imagine the pops, though. No, those pops are going nowhere. Anyways, all right. So let's uh, do this. G, you gotta get that trailer up yourself. This is gonna be no. complicated. Why? Because we're doing a lot of stops. Yeah. So, G, you gotta pay attention. <laughs> you gotta pay attention, G. We're going on YouTube right now. All right, just let me know when you're ready. So pretty much while G's getting ready, we're just going to look through the trailer and we're going to stop at certain points and just discuss it a little bit. I have a ton of notes. It's only it's a two minute, about a two minute and 45 second trailer. So stretch it out. Oh, half I, wish they had the, I wish they had the Comic-Con sizzle reel because it was really good. too. I, I would have loved to add that to, to this discussion. Just let me know when you're ready, G. And if you right. want, if, if the listeners want to sure. watch All along, right. what happened, G? I'm just going to mute the... Yeah, I muted it as well. And then if the listeners want to watch along, you're more than welcome to, but we're... Uh, we'll link it. We'll link it. G, All right, right, I have it up. All right, so let's... Click. Yours is 2 minutes 45? Yeah, 2 minutes 45 uh, seconds. 40. All right, G, hit play now. Loving the mask. Well, right hit. now, right now we're just getting the little teaser to the trailer. Yeah, All right, trailer, yeah. so... The trailer opens with the documentarians. Oh, documentarians. They're walking into the... Like asylum. The asylum. So the first thing I notice is they kind of like set up a little bit of backstory to... You can pause it now, G. A little backstory to the original was showing the knife and showing the... Loomis. Loomis. The drawing, the court, everything at the court. And then I think that's okay looking at it as we go on to the next scene is where my first I guess issue would come up and my worry so Lou mentioned this early on when we first talked about the trailer you hate this don't you I hate this scene it makes no sense it makes it like a supernatural being alright so we're she gonna kinda is but not like that so here's we can pause it right now and then we can get into more conversation gee I mean Lou what do you, why did you hate this just because of the well, dog I don't understand why the dog is going crazy because the guy lifted up a mask in the first place and like is the mask supposed to like kind of the mask like, supposed to elicit fear, bro? So here's the first thing that came to mind was this guy killed all these people in the mask, right? Uh-huh. How did they get the mask through security? Oh, uh, you're gonna go to an insane asylum. Well, document- I'm pretty sure they explained that they're making a documentary about the stuff, and they're probably like, "Don't take out the mask," and these people are like, "Let's take out the mask." That's the first thing they do before you um, turn around. Well, if they're in an asylum, maybe they didn't really go through like a major metal detector, although you probably would have. I would say they came into an agreement with it, which I don't understand why the asylum would agree to it, but I'm pretty sure they went through some agreement. What, for them to bring the mask in? Yeah, and then um, does he sense the mask? Because he has his back turned to them, and they don't say anything about the mask. Exactly. We don't know what's happening there. But he senses that the mask Um, is up. And goes, yo, that's not right. That's not right. So a big issue that I, I guess, not a big issue, but just an issue that came to mind with this beginning is that they sh- pretty much have a blank slate when yeah. you make this movie, right? 
and they could have had Michael just at on the loose for the yeah. last forty years, and you kind of see where well, I really sure catch him in the right? Jay, yeah, that's the thing. It kind of don't you think it kind of messes up the ending of the original a little bit? Oh, how he like gets shot and then he's gone because yeah, he's gone. But then well, now I'm assuming he got shot, he got up, and then the cops just yeah. Gone. But it, it does <laughs> the way it ends. Like you make yeah. it seem like this this evil is everywhere. But nah, well, didn't, look, they, didn't 40... they address that? Because someone brought that up, right? I think they address how it changes the ending, like, a bit. I, but, I mean, they kind of had to. Well, no, they didn't necessarily have to change the ending. He could just be on the loose. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning of number two does it right, but you can't remake that at this point. I think if Michael wasn't confirmed as her brother, they would have yeah. done more with two. I, mean, I think that, I think that, that aspect thing, yeah. is the reason they used two, I think. Um, I also think like since you're eliminating everyone that Michael killed from part one on from part two on Michael's only killed three people yeah why are these inmates afraid of him he's not this immortal character he's just a guy that killed killed three people he had one night yeah three people well he killed his sister too right is that still counting so I guess four but are they really afraid or is it more just like they're atmosphere. showing the other, yeah, well, the atmosphere. Like he killed his sister, but they're like, the like, you can't let this guy out. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd still be not. afraid of someone that killed that many people. Oh, of course. I would too. Yeah. But like, these guys are all, if it was Michael Myers the way we know Michael Myers through 40 years of yeah. doing what he's done, then I get it. We got, we got other serial killers that have done more. But everyone's like laughing. He's not a Dahmer. At this point, he's not a Dahmer or anything like, or Manson or something like that. So... That got me. Like, it's funny because I still love the trailer and I'm highly, highly, highly anticipating this. But it's just something that came to mind. I'm just, just like, oh. was out on the loose more. So yeah, I'm like, him. they should have just let him out on the loose. It would have just add more emphasis to the end of one. And actually add more emphasis to why Jamie Lee has a fucking fortress. Because Lori Strode has, like, this, like, <laughs> underground underground chamber and stuff like that. She has a bat cave. Right. So, uh, at Comic-Con, there was a person sitting next to me that was, like, bringing up the fact that, like, why is she so paranoid and built this like, kind of like bunker based off of because you know because he was he was like upset that they're disregarding it, 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 Halloween 2 and he was just like why would she be so like the way she is based on this one thing that happened on one night yeah it fucked but, up a lot but yeah, but like I think years. that like I think she explained it like during her discussion during the panel where it's like you know one night of trauma can really affect you especially the way that she approached the role was that like the people in her life didn't really get her the help she needed when she was a kid when this happened to her. Well, yeah, and then I had that in my notes. She also mentions about the mental health system being flawed around that time that she never really got the help that she should have gotten. Okay, right, right. So I mean, I the totally... mental health system is flawed now. So why? Yeah, that's you true. Know, there's like, still a lot of different things. So she could be living with PTSD. And they also yeah, has down. She, she yeah. brings up the fact that. The f- I don't know if, if this was at the con. I just have it in my notes, G. But she also mentioned, Jamie Lee mentioned that she liked this version of Lori a lot because she's dealing with that trauma. But it just sh- she also looks at the fact that the reason she doesn't have a relationship with her daughter was because her daughter was taken away from her. Yeah, yeah. She talked about that. That's why she has that connection with the granddaughter. She sees the granddaughter as her. Yeah. Because. Yeah. And she doesn't see that with her daughter, and she probably doesn't even know who the daughter's yeah, father they is. Yeah, um, they talked a lot about the parallels between the granddaughter and Lori in the original. There's a lot of uh, a lot of that. Okay. All right, so let's keep going here. And then right away, I can I can 
think we all agree this is the best mask since the first one. Yeah. The best looking mask. First one in the yeah. remake. It looks good. The, you the like the remake? I like the remake mask. I love... I love Where if we shoot this one. Does anyone know? So I think this is sh- this is shot in like North Carolina or pause something. Pause it. North Carolina or I'm something. Like, I'm really bummed Gee, that they pa- don't just shoot it in Pasadena. Pa- or, or pause it. On, pause it now in 58 seconds. Um, I will say they didn't shoot in Pasadena, but I think this is the first Halloween since maybe the first one, or not even maybe even the Curse of Michael Myers. As bad as that movie is, it, though, that it really feels like it's fall. What's that, right. stuff, on the, what's that stuff on the roof? That's her. That's uh, Jamie Lee's house. That's Lori Strode's house. Are those like spotlights or yeah. sonos? Yeah, spotlights those shit, spotlights yeah. that you see a little later. All right. Um, <laughs> All right, man. It's been 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like that they show actual fall. It feels like a movie made in the fall. It doesn't feel like yeah. a summer movie. Um, and then we get the we get the glimpse of the underground back cave that she has and if we pause the it now bunker. and if we pause it out a woman in four seconds you get the i love that they actually did they do this in h2og did they have her scar i forgot uh i think they did so i like speaking of h2o uh I, i'm not sure jamie lee talked about it um in the panel but she does mention in notes that h2o started out with the best intentions but it ended up being a, a money gig the film had some good things in it. it. Talked about alcoholism and trauma, but I ended up really doing it for the paycheck. And we mentioned that in passing before. You is that a disappointment? Because I know you love H two O. Because I love H two O. You love uh, it. That's your second favorite, right? No, it, it is the best. No, not second. Like fun. I, I it's third for me because I like Halloween four a lot. Uh, I think it's a good sequel though. I think it's, I mean, it's, it's the third it feels, best it one. Feels I think. Very, it feels too influenced by like Scream and all that, but like it, it's a good sequel. I kind of like was bummed when she talked shit about it because she has she has talked smack about it since they started doing this movie, where basically she was like, "It's not going to be like that shit we did twenty years ago," and I was like, "Well, damn." <laughs> and guys, uh, technically, we're recording on a Sunday, so today is the twentieth anniversary of H two O. <gasps> I did not plan that. Hey. <laughs> and she's that, just having an up, aneurysm. <laughs> like, what? I got, I got to write something about it, damn it. She's going she's gonna to write so it. She's going to watch it tonight. It released August 5th, 1998. Weird, right? Oh, like yeah. in August, I guess. But whatever. That is weird. So, uh, yeah, well, shit. I'm going to do speechless. a little. Quick, I'm going to do a little quick something. something. Well, Halloween, Halloween 4, Halloween 5, Halloween 6. Halloween 7 and 8, they were all released in the summer. Really? I think okay. this is the first one since, I think, Halloween 3 that's released in. Well, I like that it's really October 9th. Which yeah, I like. Did, Halloween, did Halloween 2 come out in the fall? Uh, it came out in the fall, I believe, yes. I came in. I think it came out like two, uh, 1970s. So four years later in in October or September or something so like that long. My brother is like still like confused as to why this isn't coming out closer to Halloween. And why they're coming out on the nineteenth? But I was like, man, they gotta make all the money they it's can make. Be, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. around in the Halloween. The original <laughs> Halloween two was October thirtieth, nineteen eighty one. Oh, missed and my day. The Rob Zombie it. Halloween two oh, was in day. August, oh, and the first one was in August too. The it first was August twenty eighth, two thousand nine. I remember watching that remake, and that theater was packed for the first one. For the remake of oh for the remake yeah it was fucking packed yeah no I, I I'll I'll give credit where credit due it was pretty packed. When I saw it, and then I was just crushingly disappointed. For sure. 
Um, all right. So if we pick up on 104, we see Lori's grand granddaughter and all the all the kids walking with walking with her Annie, Annie and Linda. I assume. So Annie and Linda are gonna die, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, we pause it here at 111. Do you like how they eliminated the sister brother thing? Yeah. I think it's I mean, good. Like, it's so weird because it's so ingrained in my head now as like a motive for what he's doing to her. But like, I, I like it. All right. And then this I mean, it makes him scary. It makes him scarier. This I really like that. She's just badass and she's just like fucking shooting all these all these. Uh... She's Carol. Yeah. But better than Carol. Yeah. Carol's pretty awesome. So we have the new bracket. If we pause it right now at 121. Um, what would Easter egg wise, would you love if they go? She goes to like police headquarters and you see a picture of Bracket and Meeker. That'd be oh, that'd really be... cute. Like that's such. <laughs> that'd be really cute. <laughs> that's such oh, a dorms. subtle, cool Easter egg for for fans of the cool. of the franchise. You never know, but I don't know if they thought that far ahead. It's so simple. It's just two pictures. I know, but I don't know. We weren't there. And Meeker dies, right? Dead. Yeah, Meeker does die at the end of Halloween Five. Well, we didn't see him dead. Oh, he's dead. He dead. He dead. He gone. He dead. <laughs> no, no, now he's alive. Stupid ass those, movie. Those movies don't matter now. Oh, stupid ass movie. Halloween Five you know, could have been you so like good. The man in black shooting up the joint. <laughs> no, I did not. And then when I found out who the man in black was, oh, so bad. All right, so keep going with with the trailer. We're at one twenty one right now. So right here, this is reminiscent of Halloween one, where you see all the all the inmates out in the open, the same way it was in Halloween one. And you kind of have it we, as we move to one twenty eight. You see the daughter, and when she's yeah. like, when she's like, "Oh, what bus crashed?" It kind of remind it kind of reminds me of what Jamie Lee said, and I mentioned a little earlier that her daughter really doesn't believe anything Lori says. It's one of those. By know, the way, I think this is the only time. Because I, I haven't watched the trailer since we've been watching it now, but the only time when you see Judy Greer in the trailer, who's her daughter? Yeah, it's the only time. And it, and then it was the only footage, even at Comic Con, even in the sizzle reel, which was extended, they didn't show her at all. Really, I was wondering how much she's in it or like what she does. Maybe she's more important that we're making out to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like, know because she's a big name to have. So I feel like I don't know. I they're just maybe they're leaving her out for a reason. Maybe something will come into play. Cause I can't believe that she doesn't believe her mother. She might think her mother's more paranoid and stuff, but I can't imagine you're growing up with this parent that's like. Well, Jamie said you that they're not. That she gets separated from her. Uh, that's why she later. feels a, that she feels a connection more with her granddaughter because she just got separated from her. Oh, okay. could be. All so right. we, Carry on. we move forward to 131 and my favorite scene of the trailer, even though everyone loves the last scene, is reminiscent of H2O where Michael just goes into um, and an Easter egg of Halloween 4 with the construction where he takes his uh, his his suit uh, when he goes into the into the bathroom, he just drops the teeth. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. So here are, if we pause it at 150, do we think this is? Right after they leave the asylum, the asylum. Yeah, I, I'm kind of thinking that all this stuff, like the bathroom stuff, and now everything that happens early in the movie. So uh, the documentarian, basically. Yeah, that's the the, yeah. the lady, and I'm yeah, guessing, and that's, how, and that's where he gets the, the mask and all that stuff. So what I'm thinking too is that he kills him first. He those are his teeth, and then he drops them on her. 
That's where I'm at with that. She's the last one alive? She's the last one alive out of that group Did she survive? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like it. Nah. And then this scene is great because... It, nice shot through the it's window. It's a great shot where you have him putting on the mask. And the first thing, and I, and anyone that's a really huge Halloween fan will notice that for the first time since Halloween, I think five or six, you don't see his eyes anymore. Because Halloween yeah. 7, 8, and then those, the fucking remakes, you see his eyes. And I think it's, I think the the most important thing about this character is if you're going to personify him as evil, evil is a darkness. And yeah. this captures it. And the mask looks old. Like, I'm, fr- I'm frozen right now at 1 minute and 54 seconds. And the mask is completely, looks like it's 40 years old. Um, and right, right when you get to this Halloween part, you pause it at one fifty eight. Um, the the score hits, and I think from what I I think it was a you or the person that I, oh no it wasn't you G it was the the person that I know that saw the film already. Uh, they did say that a lot of the original score was used, which excites me a lot. And so this like this scene that there that where you pause it at one fifty eight yeah uh, on Halloween night was part of the uh, scene that they showed us. It was like a three minute scene at Comic Con. So it's all just this him on the street? Yeah, on the street, like on a crowded Halloween, like extremely crowded. And it was the scene that's just like one continuous shot. There's no cut, or at least there doesn't appear to be any cut. Um, but yeah, it looks, and they use, they use this like, they, they use like a, a few different snippets of the score. Like they use like the actual theme. They do the, the, the kind of uh, shape stocks Lori theme. There's like a few of them that they use throughout the entire scene. Oh, they use the shape stock slurry in that specific scene. Yeah, yeah, they use a lot of different, like, like shades of like all the different type of music from in that scene. Which Interesting, is, but not like not in a weird way where it's like, oh, that's weird that they did that. And it's like the way the beats are in the scene, like it works for each moment they use it. So I guess you can add a little bit more to this than we can here. Um, so I would say that this is the most Michael Myers you we've seen in years, right? Because I feel like right. it's just him roaming around Haddonfield and no one knows who he is it's just a guy in a mask and everyone's in Halloween costumes so I think this 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 captures it so well and then if we hit play again and that scene when the kids bump into him is straight out of Halloween too so this scene is also great because when if we pause now at a 210 you see Jamie shoot the Lori shoot the, the glass very accurate with the revolver yeah, she's been practicing for yeah, 40 years. But then she realizes that it's just a reflection of him from the other room, which is great. And then you get a glimpse of right here at 2.15 is another great shot. It reminds me of him when he's walking. You see just a blank, a black shape. Um, it reminds me of a lot of the way Nick Castle walked in Halloween 1. So... The, then comes the question, how much of Nick Castle's in the movie? Because I know there's a new Michael, but I wonder how much of, you know, oh, wait, New Castle's... Michael seems like he, got, he took a lot of cues from Nick Castle. They talked about that a little bit. Which is good, because I think that's still the best Michael Myers. Which is, you know, which is the key difference between, like, a regular person playing him and, like, a stuntman playing him. I agree. Um, and then we get, we get that final shot coming up of the trailer where... It's funny because we all knew that this was going to happen, right? Yeah. That he was going to be here. But even at that moment, when he when she opens the door and she sees him come out, you're like, oh, what the fuck? So we're guessing she's dead, right? Yeah. 
likely. Most likely. And that's the friend, isn't it? That's one of the friends. That's yeah. The, so she's that's she's, the Linda and Annie. Yeah, yeah she's dead. She's she gone. She gone too. <laughs> she's gone. Not important. Hopefully that little kid gets away. Imagine does oh. Michael just fucking kills him too? Uh, one of the Easter eggs that I saw in in the trailer was the three masks from Halloween three. Yeah. G does not like Halloween three. I, I don't. But I'm glad that they're like. G's not alone. Not totally. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Why you? You guys suck. We're gonna do a commentary of Halloween three oh, soon. Right, I'll skip we that should. Episode. It's not that bad. <laughs> Jin, don't do, don't don't put that evil out there. No, no. But I like I watched it on my own. I didn't even watch it with David. And I was like, "What is this?" And then I'm like, by the end of it, I was kind of like, "All right, I guess I could good. see it. I could see the cultiness of it and like liking it from that standpoint." The end was like really really gross. That's the, the ending is the, the ending. And then I guess because we met Tom Atkins at that convention, so like I met him before I even saw the movie, and he was really, really nice. Um, this like cute old man, and so I was like, oh, I see it. Like I can see his personality in it. Obviously, younger and whatnot. And the movie's like just makes no sense why it's even included in this franchise. Because but, Deborah Hill and John Carpenter wanted to make it an anthology series. I get like it. American I Horror get Story. It, David, I got it. So like, you know, where Michael at? But it didn't mean it was great. So I can see it in, like, I enjoyed it in, like, that culty kind of sense. Like, oh, okay. Why didn't they do that for Halloween 2, then? Why wasn't that Halloween 2? I think what they wanted to do was have a a complete end to the Michael Myers character. Okay. So that's why they wanted to do Halloween 2, which John Carpenter never wanted to do. It was just a studio. And then after they got rid of Michael Myers, they were going to, each year, they were going to release a new anthology movie. Okay. And then then I went to shit. Come on, man. There's some worse series seasons of American Horror Story that are worse than Halloween 3. True that. That's true. Yeah, but then the, if, if Halloween 3 wouldn't have failed, which I'm glad it did, we wouldn't have Halloween 4, which is a better movie. You know, that's like one of the lowest rate, and I love Halloween 4. It's one of the lowest rated on RT. Uh, stupid. It's yeah, stupid. No. <laughs> stupid. The rooftop chase alone. Yo, keep, keep going back to that. <laughs> I was about to say, like, geez, rooftop scene, though. <laughs> I know. Uh, I still get, like, the chills when I watch it. Like, it's so good. <laughs> oh, man. So, that pretty much wraps up our our little breakdown of the trailer. Uh, Are you guys still looking forward to it? Hell, yeah. Do you think, do you think that she'll die? Yes. Yes. I think uh, if they... so. Do you Another, want that to happen? No, but I think if she dies, it's going to be a lot better than the fucking way she died in Resurrection. And um, I also think, I also read that McBride and David Gordon Green actually wanted to film both two movies back to back. But they didn't oh, want to, really? they did not want to risk it in case this one doesn't do as well, which I think that's preposterous. preposterous. Yeah, it only has a $10 million budget. They're yeah. going to make that back. They'll make that they're opening. Too? So they the McBride and Green wrote for two movies. Okay, they wanted to film both of them back to back just to get it in and out of the can, but they weren't sure how successful this one was going to be, so they didn't want to risk it and film the second yeah. one. So their intentions were to make two. Okay, yeah, they were very um at Comic Con. They were very bum about because uh, someone asked a question was like, oh, if this is successful, are we going to see more of them? And everyone on that panel, Jamie Lee Curtis didn't even say anything because uh, she's probably like, no, I'm done. Um, but they were very like apprehensive to mention like if they wanted it to be like a new franchise. They were like very much like, oh, we're very proud of this movie. Let's focus on this movie. Let's not talk about any other movies. 
which is the way you should. You got to make this work. I think it will. But um, yeah, so the plans were to make not a franchise, just two. Okay. So Uh, where do you where do you see the RT score falling? Just like based on like you know. So eighty four percent. So I would actually between eighty or ninety. I'm actually gonna think highly on this. Seventy six. That wait, what was it? What what was its score? Eighty seven. Okay, maybe it was somewhere around there then, maybe. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking it's gonna start off if it's as good as we hope it is, and from what I've heard, it'll start off in the 90s and work its way down between 80 and 90. That's where I think it'll end up. 84. And it'll be the highest, the only other Halloween movie to be, uh, fresh. Okay. Wait, is H2O not fresh? No, it's I think 50 something. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So we can finish up with this. I'm going to name a few movies that come out before Halloween, and you can tell me if you're anticipating this more, this movie more, or Halloween more. Before Halloween? Yeah. We so, much time left. Yeah, so it's not, that, it's not that many. So, all right. So let's start off with Slenderman. Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> that movie looks I didn't even garbage. know that shit comes out next week. Comes out next week, yeah. Garbaggio, that movie looks All like. right. Crazy. <laughs> I haven't even seen the trailer. And, I'm still going to see it, though. Uh, all right. The Meg. No. Halloween. Halloween. G- oh, that comes on next week, too. Oh, my <laughs> Lou, God. Lou's like, come on, man. Serious questions. Yeah, come on, man. Um, Meg. It's a Megalodon. <laughs> oh, that movie looks so bad. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. I haven't seen the trailer for that one yet. Well, trailer Halloween looks good. first. Halloween, yeah. It looks good. It looks good. So Black Clans. I, I want to support Crazy Rich Asians because I feel like it's important. Black Clans is interesting, but it's still Halloween. Yeah, same for me. Halloween. Yeah, Halloween still. Oh, Jen- I think Crazy Rich Agents like it. It reminds me of like Big Fat, my Big Fat Greek Wedding, in the terms of like I can see it making a ton of money out of nowhere. I, yeah, yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also a book, so anybody that read the book or the franchise is gonna go and see the movie. But, it, but David, you don't like that. You don't like Constance Wu. I'm definitely, I'm definitely watching that movie on flush. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I really like the trailer and I really want to see it, and then I and then I saw it was Constance Wu, and I'm like, oh, but she's playing someone different, so I think I'll be okay. My buddy was like, all, all they're missing is Michelle Yo. And then I was like, she's in it. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's in it. <laughs> all right. They, gotta, so, they have to cast Michelle Yo. <laughs> so I got a few more. I got Alpha. No. Ah, the What's dog it? movie? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Good God, no. You don't want to know. Good God. Mile 22. Don't even know that Halloween. Movie. Halloween. I didn't know Ronda Rousey was in it. Yeah, I think eh, she's like. Halloween. A, she's like, uh, I think she's just. Uh, like a bodyguard type yeah. thing. That's, oh, so she plays the same shit. <laughs> she plays the same shit in all her movies. Um, oh, I, I keep seeing this trailer and I keep hating it more and more. AXL. The that robot that dog, dog movie. Robot no. movie. Where's the other dog movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. AXL. No. Halloween. Yeah. Okay. No? Halloween? No, Halloween. All right. I think. Let me see. Um, the Happy Time Murders. Halloween. 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 However, I do want to see the happy. I movie. don't. That looks. That's all you, G. That looks so I bad. Know. I got a question for you, G, about this movie we we both seen. I, I, I need you to explain that for me. But we'll, we'll wait till Dave's done. All right, cool. Almost done here. Uh, Operation Finale. What the fuck's that? Is that the, the war movie with the, Oscar Isaac? Yeah, the Oscar Isaac Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. The only one that may come close, but not. It's not going to pass Halloween. Would be Searching. I don't even know what that is. That showed you the trailer. That's the one with... Man, uh, IMDB said that shit came out Friday. Liars. Because it didn't. I was like looking up for it. Comes out August 31st. That's the one yeah, with what? Yeah, I was pissed. But well, uh, IMDB, it said, Co- like, it said uh, August like, 3rd. Oh, yeah. You know, Halloween, but I'm... Yeah, I'm, it's I'm close. Gonna, I'm definitely going to watch that movie. Searching does look good. Yeah. All right, and to finish up, 
We got September 14th. We got Predator. And I still got Halloween. No, yeah, no. Halloween. I'm not even excited. Oh, about man, what about the nun? Ha- Halloween. Oh, yeah, I, Halloween. Dude, I forgot that was coming out. <laughs> I totally forgot that coming out. That might be the second best horror movie this year. The what? By the, the way, uh, uh, the nun? Yeah. That looks terrible. On yeah, deadline, bro, what, what this says studio insiders are like. Quiet Place? Uh, they're like we're over. Like we're we want to get through August, and like the, our biggest hope for box office like royalty is the Nun on September seventh. I was like, is there really? They're putting all their like. Wow. Is that Se- going to be what gets along? September is a really bad month. There's nothing coming out in September. So and then the last one up Typical. is a uh, Patient Zero. I don't know what that What's is. That? And then the house with the clock in in its walls. It looks decent. Yeah. Well, they, but, and then, I like Blanchett. and then yeah. White Boy Rick. I really want to see White Boy Rick, but not as much as Halloween. So yeah, Halloween doesn't seem like it's the most anticipated film up to October. And Lou, you wanted to mention something before we go? Yeah. So gee, I watched um, True for Dare, right? Ew. <laughs> you watched it, right? I, I, yeah, I he loved it. it. Um, so I loved. It. I gave it two. <laughs> so, so that so that whole reveal with the the friend and the dad, I didn't get that at all. Can you explain that to me? Like, how does that equate to his death? Wait the the Asian guy? What? No, <laughs> <laughs> the friend. Remember how like the whole thing about like the, the her, like her dad died and her, oh, like, no, the, and the brought up to this yeah, whole yeah. reveal that led to nothing, and then she told her what happened, and I they didn't really explain how he died. Well, he killed himself. That's what it was. Yeah, he killed himself. I thought she killed him like, and told the friends. And then like uh, he was so like racked with like she felt guilty because like the dad like. I guess put moves on her. So stupid. Gross. And she didn't want to tell her friend. It was a really dumb reveal. Yeah, it was very dumb. Did that... you like the movie? No. Oh well, it was. I, thought it was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't regret watching. He's it, like, no. Nope. Yeah, I don't regret watching. It. I was like, nah, not, not, like, I'm not gonna watch it. By yourself, you, you know what? It, remi- it reminded me of like the the movie The Unborn. It's kind of like it was. Eh, I watched it. It was like Final Destination esque. Yeah, but not as good though. But not as good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see it. It just looked terrible. I remember when you that trailer came like out and you said that when you saw the trailer, you were like, geez, all over this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you were. I was. Yeah, yeah. I think after two years, I can kind of tell what movies you're all over. Like a spiritual murderer? He's yeah. All over this. I think G and Jen are the only ones that like that awful ve- movie, Valentine. Oh, Valentine's so Day Massacre? No, it's just Valentine. It's with uh, David Boreanaz, the, Jessica the, Capshaw. I don't know people's names. Denise Richards is in that. <laughs> what happens in the movie? He's the killer, and he kills people <laughs> on Val. He kills people on Valentine's oh, Day. So, they, the so they made fun Wait of this like really nerdy, dorky kid in high and middle school, and then like uh, years later, this person starts sending him these creepy like Valentine stuff, and then they the girls start getting killed one by one, and you're not supposed to know who it is. We're assuming that it's him. But uh, yeah, it's but there is a twist. Who's the killer again? No, we can't. I don't, we can't this say. It. Like fifteen years old. <laughs> Longer than that, actually. I think it was in '98, right? No, it was that in the 2000s. Oh, it was like 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. Oh, all right, I feel better. Who's it the killer? Was like, it was kind of like one of the last like of the teen slasher movies like to come out. Was it Denise Richards? No. Yeah, she was the killer, right? Oh no, no, she, no, she was in it. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, she, she died. Oh, she got killed. Well. She, she died in the hospital. Lou, don't watch it. I'm not. Good. I can't see well, it. Mean, yeah, you should still see it. It's fun. Oh, wait, during the month of October, if you got to watch like really cheesy, bad horror movies, like, it's not like a bad one to watch. It's fun. It's there a good go. movie. There's Valentine. a lot of good horror movies out there, though. Yeah. It's not the best Valentine horror movie. That goes to my buddy Valentine. Which that's I like. What, that's what I was thinking about. With the, with the guy with the... the, the, the 
don't I've know. It's not a pitchfork. It's like a I've never, a, a I've, pick. Never, I've never seen yeah. that. You never seen the remake? I've never seen the original. Oh, the original's alright. The remake's good. I don't, I don't think that, like was, that was a fun 3D movie. Like in two weeks, I'm gonna we're going to a convention and they don't have this as an American release, but I'm finally gonna get the a European Suspira? copy of Sus- Suspira. Uh, they always have it at the convention that I go to every March and August, Did so I'm gonna pick it up. Remake of that? Of yeah, it's a three-hour movie. 152 minutes. The nerve. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours and 32 time. minutes. Good job. That's a long time for any movie. It's really long for a horror movie. <laughs> For any movies, how do you do? How do you do with Lord of the Rings? Will it be the next mother? Oh, so there's a reason why I've only seen them like maybe twice each of them, once in theaters and then once when I got them on like Blu-ray. Oh man, I can't wait till we see Avengers next year and it's three hours, like it's it's rumored to be. <laughs> yeah, but that's not gonna feel like three hours, I think. Yeah, there's certain movies that feel like three hours. Lord of the Rings felt like every inch of its time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's never- some movies that. Like Mission, like Mission Impossible didn't feel like it was two and a half hours. Like you've never no, seen the, you've never long. seen the extended version of Lord of the Rings, right? No. Yeah. Because who needs to do that? It's I I own the extended ones. I don't even own the regular ones. How many times? Have you, how many times have you watched them? The extended ones. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's a lot of time, dude. It's together. If you watch the extended ones back to back to back, it's seventeen hours. Jesus. I believe so, yeah, because the first, the Return of the King is five and a half hours, and then Fellowship, I think, is four and change, and I think, and then Twin Towers is four and a half. But yeah, so about 17, about 17 hours, or or something along those lines. Uh, speaking of Peter Jackson, you know what trailer I'm tired of seeing? I haven't, I've only seen it twice, but Jen saw it uh, twice, and she's tired of it. Which one? Yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen it four, no, five times. That's how I feel about Mission Impossible when I saw which it, but one? I love the movie. The one that London is a city. I mean, London is like a giant truck. It's the Peter the Jackson Mortal movie. Engines. Immortal Engines. Oh, oh, yes. That's also coming out December, December 14th. I don't know if it's going to make a dent. But like, no, nah, it's, really. it's <laughs> not going to make a dent. Jen called it. She's called me in a merk. No. I'm oh, really shocked that like with all these movies Jen, coming that'd out. Your, so that'd be your new thing. I'm like really surprised that they even push Mary Poppins till Christmas to get their its own like. Well, it is Christmas because I mean it's not on December 19th. 25th. Oh, well. Well, I but think you that the month of December, really the month of December, like everything can make money. No, so. there's still stuff coming out on Christmas Day. Everything's really co- yeah, but what's coming out Christmas? You know, Day? you know, it's funny. I think Find it's not coming us. out. I think it's not coming out because I think Mary Poppins Disney wants to push it for the Oscars. And coming out on Christmas is bad luck for the Oscar movies because they never oh, do. Well. They never ever do well. Well, so, Viola uh, Davis did well for Fences, but the movie didn't. Well, but it, it wasn't made, it all about movie. the movie. Oh, yeah, no, I'm talking change. about in terms of like the Academy, like the Oscars. Well, it got nominated for stuff. Oh, and before we go, I don't know how I feel about the new Barry Jenkins movie. I saw the trailer that came out the other day. Wait, what trailer? What is it? Oh, hold on, I have to get the name of it for you because I. Just saw the trailer in passing on Hollywood Reporter, and I can't remember what the what the movie's. By the way, I saw a trailer uh, oddly enough before uh, uh, Mission Impossible. I don't know why it was before Mission Impossible, but I saw a trailer for The Hate You Give, and that looks really good. Yeah, too. we saw we seen it a few times. Oh, it looks so sad. Um, the movie and, and Archie Archie's in it. I was like, I know, I saw. It. He's like, oh, cool kicks or something like that. That was like his one line. The trailer's the trailer. called is uh, <laughs> if Beale if Beale Street could talk. That's the <laughs> Good job, Jenkins movie. Oh, and the and the chick from a uh, Girl Meets World is in it. 
Sabrina Carpenter. Yes, I did see her. So this December 25th, we have On the Basis of Sex with Felicity Jones and Army Hammer. I'm good. Yeah, no one likes Army Hammer. I like his name. <laughs> yeah, he has a cool Actually, name. Actually, this no. is limited release, but it's about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and a groundbreaking case to overturn a century of gender discrimination. <gasps> this looks right up my alley, guys. Yeah, it sounds like she's like, I'm reviewing it. Uh, <laughs> but I'd probably have to go to Lincoln Square for this one. But yeah, look, really, nothing else is December 25th, so I don't know. I think everyone's counting their those chickens, those eggs, on Friday, December count 21st. Count folks. Yeah, count them. All right, so next <laughs> week we will have a episode on, I think, lose least watch genre. Coming of age? Yeah. It's Friday a coming of age movie? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's closer? What's closer would probably be The Wood. The yeah, wood. The Wood is definitely a coming of age Shout story. Out to the wood. It's funny because I was looking at, I started my list already and I was like, I saw some movies that are under coming of age and I was like, Super Bad is a coming of age movie. Oh, yeah. yeah that's on. So, it's Boys in the Hood a coming of age? I would say so. Think about it. Yeah. yeah. I would say so. Like, not for so. Ricky. No coming of age for Ricky. But yeah, I I think it'll be fun. I have a unique list. We're gonna <laughs> it's coming of age. We're gonna we're, we're gonna look at our best coming of age movies. There's probably gonna be a most different list between me and David. Yeah, I'm 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 actually done already. My oh, list yeah. will be very different from you guys. Yeah, Greece. Oh, uh, <laughs> Greece isn't a coming no. of age. <laughs> Greece one. Greece one. No, I don't no. think so. Uh, my girl will probably be. My on My girl's the list. a coming of age, of course. Now and then will probably be on. Oh the list. Oh my god. Uh, don't, I like now don't, and then. You don't, know oh my God. You, now and then is a national treasure. 13 going on 30? No, that's not really coming of age. I don't consider hey, that She came to some age. age. The Sisterhood uh-huh. of Traveling Pants? No. That no. is a coming of age movie, isn't it? That is a coming of age. Yeah, yeah, but I think coming of age, I think younger. I don't know. I just, I see. Man, is it bad that I like both those movies? A yes. younger transition. Oh, shut up, David. <laughs> it's not bad. I'm going to watch them this week. My friend used to, to always list. bag on America Fair. He was like, man, we supposed to believe that she can fit those pants, man. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. <laughs> I actually. I was like, they're magic pants, though. I have a, I have a quote, unquote. Traveling pants. No, I have. And it's funny, oh. I have, I have American Pie. Would you consider pie a Bronx too. Tale a coming of age story? That's a hard one. I think so. I would consider I just put it, it as a gangster film. Yeah, but I would consider it a coming of age. That might have to, I may have to adjust my yeah, list. Yeah, I know you would. But see, that's Bronx Tale so good. Yeah, my like my list is my list is all over the place. It has different genres, so would Juice be coming like of age? A different types of films that are uh, Juice? Kind of, I mean, I, yeah, Juice is definitely coming of age. It reminds me of Boys in the Hood. So, damn, my list is gonna be. We'll wild. allow it. Yeah, and Lou's list is gonna be all hood. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> all hood classic. <laughs> Belly Juice, <laughs> po- Poetic Justice, po- Love and Basketball, Above the Rim, all that. Space I don't Jam. consider Love and Basketball <laughs> coming of age. Yes, it is. And what? And what? This isn't just jokes, Jen. No, but I don't know. I don't consider it like coming of age. Well, wow. I love brown sugar. We I do. But it's they, they, were, they were grown in that movie. Uh, all right, so we'll see what what's on our list next week. So you sound like you hit puberty. You're just coming of age right now. <laughs> see, that's a perfect setup for next week. All right, kids. So for Dave, Lou. Jennifer Ross. Jen. And G. See you next week, kids. Peace. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. 
Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real. Thank you.